The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Freaking first cut. Golly! Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and these are your bold predictions, your spicy takes, and everything else we can come up with for 2024. Joining me to do just that, Patrick McDonald is here. Patrick, good day. Good day, Rick. Good day, Mark. Uh, hope everyone's doing great today and ready to uh, get into it. Uh, Mark Immelman is here. Mark, good to see you. Yeah, good to be with you boys. I've been down at the PGA Tour for a little bit. We were doing some more swing theory recordings, which are fun Champions Tour stuff. Then on the ride home late last night, get this right, going along Georgia 520, deer in the road, so I slow down so I can go by it. Deer is standing almost right next to me and jumps straight into the side of my rental car. So I had to go and uh, tell the rental car people that the door was dinged because a deer jumped into the side of my car. So good to be with you. Otherwise, they're not known for being the smartest animals, right? No. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I was trying to figure why. Surely it could see the car. But then my wife, who's the brains in our operation, goes, well, you know, the headlights blind them temporarily. So that thing just reacted. And I've got a dented rental car now. Ugh, always uh, capable of doing damage. We are also hopeful to get Kyle Porter on this show. We had a little technical difficulty with him earlier. So hopefully at some point he is able to join in on all the fun. If not, we'll go three wide. So gentlemen, uh, again, similar to what we did on Tuesday, we have not connected on this. We do not have an outline. There's no rundown. I don't know what the topics are going to be. We are just going to start making some predictions, talk it out about how feasible each one of these might be and see where the conversation takes us. I imagine, and hopefully it'll be fairly golf oriented. Patrick, you were saying before we went hot, it might be nice to talk a little golf for once. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, I, I certainly have, I know, uh, KP probably has some non-golf oriented ones, which I think will be good to mix in there. But I, th I think Mark and I are also on the same page, just, you know, talking about what's going on on the grass. Okay. Well, speaking of what's going on on the grass, why don't, why don't you kick us off, Patrick? Give us a, give us a mild take for 2024. Okay. My mild take is the international team will win the 2024 president's cup. That is also on my list. <laughs> yep. I, I, I think you look at kind of the young crop of players that they have, Tom Kim, 
Minwoo Lee, the potential of live players coming back into the fold as well. You get Joaquin Neiman, who's only 25, Cameron Smith, still a phenomenal golfer. You mix that in with someone like a Cameron Davis, who was sick in the early half of 2023, but I mean, he, he sure showed some really good signs there. I think he's in for a monster season in 2024. And you couple that with, you know, some of the U.S. inside the locker room potential drama. And I have another one down the road that's a trickle effect of them losing in Montreal. Well, Mark is, Mark is uh, hoisting his, flag. his international flag, and, and, and I'm on the same page here, Mark. I, I have this for myself as well. I think there's kind of two ways this goes well for the internationals. If this event gets live golfers back, that is good for the international team. If this event continues to block live players, I think there are a couple of guys from the United States team that might no longer be eligible for this squad when they get to Montreal. And like Patrick was saying, there's already, uh, you know, it's been described as a fracture in that locker mm -hmm. room. The international team has bought into the new brand, the new team. They're, they're doing things the right way. It would be, I, I think it's more than a, a mild take considering the uh, history of this event where the internationals have won once and have tied once. That is it. But I'm with Patrick here. I think the internationals make a run and win in Montreal. No joke. It's actually the one on the top of my list as well. <laughs> International team wins president's cup and everything you guys have said have, has been on point spot on. Um, I just want to build on that saying, look, they put up a valiant effort in Charlotte, North Carolina. And that's almost like that's in Davis Love's backyard, right? And so it's obviously a very partisan crowd. They're going to Canada. And I've been, I've called the last two Canadian Opens, and those fans up there are raucous. I mean, they are rabid. And then you've got Mike Weir, who's like the favorite son over there for golf. He's leading the team. Um, that's a big deal playing it in Canada in front of like home fans, if you will. And then I just want to talk about the culture of the team because you're right. When I was at the Ryder Cup, the American team did look disjointed. And they've always been able to play by that because it's sort of a singular game golf. But all these matches, these are team deals and you've got to play alongside somebody. And if you're not getting, getting along with the guy you're playing alongside or you don't jive with him, that just makes it really hard. And so I feel like there's a little fissure there, there in the team that can be exploited. And then on the other side of the coin, it began with Captain Ernie Els at Royal Melbourne. Um, he designed the shield that sort of unified the team. Um, they should have pulled off the victory down there against the Americans on home soil. And then um, Captain Trevor sort of took the torch and ran with it. And he built a beautiful culture inside that locker room. Uh, so much so that I was down there with a family over Thanksgiving and like Siwoo Kim is following Jacob, Trevor's son, on social media. That's how close all of these guys are. And so I feel like the culture inside of the international squad is now growing from strength to strength. And it's in a place now where Trevor built on what Ernie laid the foundation for. And I feel like Mike Weir is going to build further because from what I can understand, um, Trevor is still sort of involved in the fold in a certain way. So... Yeah, I'm 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 all in for the international team. I was in Charlotte. I thought they could have pulled something off, but I certainly feel like in Canada next year, it's real, man. I'm 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 all in. 
obviously very early, but looking at the potential standing guys that might be on that international squad, you think of uh, Minwoo Lee and the emergence that he has had. Cameron Davis seems to be getting better. Uh, Nick Taylor coming into his own, and then you're kind of anchored by Tom Kim amongst others. So it, it is an interesting team. It is going to be important what happens with uh, golf on, on that other tour, the live tour, because it might bring some guys back. It might take some guys away. Yeah, well, you got Joaquin Neiman, obviously, who's just won over there in Australia, and Cam Smith, naturally. So there's all those guys. Uh, and then let's not forget a guy that almost gave my brother more gray hair was Ryan Fox um, when it came to captain, captain selections for the last President's Cup because he was on the fringes of things. And then to me, I don't know this for certain, so don't quote me, but it kind of came down to Taylor Pendrith or Ryan Fox. And Pendrith got the nod. Um, the way Ryan Fox is playing right now, <laughs> I'm sure all in sundry would be lying up, lining up to play alongside him. So it's going to be a pretty stout lineup. But again, the culture of this team is incredible. And I feel like that may be the separator. Let's see if we can get Kyle Porter into the mix here. KP, let's check that microphone. I'm scared to talk into it. Good, not great. I mean, admittedly. Entertaining would be the word that I'd use. I just don't understand. So the issue we're having is that Kyle has been uh, a, a chipmunk. He has been on helium. This is actually the best we've heard it, though it is a higher pitch version of KP than we've ever heard before. I I mean, I've got four kids. The odds that they messed with it are pretty high. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get in the lab when this is over and try to try to figure it out. Okay, well, it, your I will I will warn you that your your takes and your bold predictions uh, will come across a little nerdier than usual, I think. <laughs> but it's not too far off brand. Do you have a Do you have a hot take you'd like to throw out for twenty twenty four? Did I just walk into somebody predicting that the the world team would beat the Americans? No, oh, all, three, all, all three of us. Not one, not two. All three of us have it you on. Guys, that's embarrassing. That's not going to happen. Could happen. <laughs> No. It's bold. Kyle, what uh, what what you tweet after whistling straights? I said Rome wasn't going to be close. Was it close, Patrick? <laughs> <laughs> Technically, it wasn't correct. <laughs> uh, my my first one. I, should I start on the positive? Should I go with Patrick's positive parlay, or should I start pessimistic? Well. That's a good question. We were kind of just starting with like a one out of five spice meter, whether it was positive or negative, and then kind of working our way up. But I'm happy to go in any direction that you want. Okay. I like that. Uh, I'm going to say Tiger finishes a Sunday, like like finishes 72 holes fewer than three times next year. Tiger Woods finishes 72 holes fewer than three times. So I assume there that the there's a couple of things. One, he doesn't play once a month like he is hoping to do, which would lower the number of opportunities for him to do this. Two, when he does play, he either doesn't play well or can't complete 72 holes. So there's, there's a couple angles here, KP. That's right. Pick any of them. Choose your own adventure. I, I, I'm. Everybody's very into. It's very in vogue to be into Tiger in 2024 right now. So I'm gonna zag when everybody else is zigging. I, I don't. I don't think. I don't believe. 
<clears throat> I don't believe the hype right now. All right. Well, if you're zagging one of mine, I'm going to zig a little bit here. And I'm going to say, now I haven't checked if he's eligible for all. I'm assuming he is. I'm saying, this is my bold prediction, that Tiger Woods makes the cut in all four major championships next year. Wow. Ooh. That would blow. Take that off. Would, that would blow uh, Kyle's uh, bold prediction out of the water. <laughs> yeah. Listen to this. Augusta National, that's going to be the hardest one walk-wise. But he made the cut. Easiest uh, cut to make, though. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm saying make the cut. Then we go to Valhalla, right? Where it's a fairly easy walk, really. Pinehurst number two, which is flat, and Troon, which is flat as a pancake. So and and Troon is a real ball striker's place. You've got to hit the ball low, it's right up his alley, put the ball in the fairway. So um, um I feel like the biggest challenge of that bunch is Augusta National just because of the severity of the walk there. Patrick, we've got uh, one on each side of the coin here. Where do you lean? So I'm assuming he plays half a dozen times in 2023. Six There's, starts. Um, there are cuts at the player invitationals, correct? At the, the like the Genesis Invitational, Arnold oh. Palmer Memorial. Um, yep. As far that's as I'm correct. aware, yes. <laughs> Unless that's so. Changed. I'm thinking he misses the cut in LA. He's never really played too well there. Uh, players championship 156 players if that is his second start that could be tough so I, I think three is is a really good number i think the over under i'd put it at three and a half if i was in in vegas rick and if i had to choose a side does he make half the cuts in the majors i'm gonna say no and also Kyle's caveat is that he has to finish, you know, making the cut and withdrawing yeah. in, in the third round doesn't, like, doesn't it, get you. Like true could be ugly weather. Augusta. I mean, it has been ugly the past two years. You think about the Saturdays when it was really cold a couple years back and he struggled. And then obviously this past year with the downpour. So I'll, uh, I'll side with KP on this one. What's, what's the most likely factor KP that like, what's the biggest hurdle for him? Is it the, preparation starting that many events is it playing well enough to get to the to the finish line or is it the body breaking down at some point mid-tournament i think it's i think it's the last one i think the thing that's flown under the radar with tiger do i still sound like a clown yeah yes okay great so you can put a nose on me and my takes <laughs> uh <clears throat> the thing that has flown under the radar with tiger is like his back is a mess like everybody's been focused on the ankle and the leg and the knee and, and all this stuff. Think back to Beth page in 2019. And we got that article. It was in the New York times and it was talking about this back fusion. It's like, yo, this doesn't go well at some point. And I, I just, I, I feel like we're sort of ignoring all that. Cause we're so focused on the leg from the car crash and, and rightfully so. But the back, I just, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I just don't know how, you know, Tiger said at, at Hero, hey, the fact that my ankles fuse together means there's a lot of pressure in other parts of my bodies or in other parts of my body and in other places. Part of that's back, neck, and everything that's gone along with that. And I, I just, I, I'm, con I have concern about that as it relates to, to Tiger finishing events in 2024. Yeah, it's got to get a lot of stuff to to line up well to to see that seventy second hole on Sunday. Okay, Mark, uh, let's continue down the bold take path. What do you have for us? Well, I'll, I'll build on the Tiger making the four cuts in the majors. Now, 
you guys know I'm kind of pragmatic when it comes to this thing because golf at the PGA Tour level is hard. Um, but I'm going to say that Ludwig Aberg wins a major championship next wow. year. Wow. I do. That's bold. And you know it's bold for me because majors are hard and there are only four of them. But this guy is a golfer for all seasons. He's got the quietest mind. I mean, nothing gets away from him. He's very... Um, He's almost like a child, the bit that I've, I've spoken to him, not at length, but for a couple hours. But he's like just a young person enjoying the ride right now. And there's no real errors about him. So he's like this kid that's like, whoa, this is crazy and I feel uncomfortable. But then you put him inside the ropes and he looks like this golfer that has been there forever. And he has all of the tools. He's long. He's freaking accurate. His distance control with the irons are great. I mean, whenever I've called him, I've waited. I, I hate to say I've almost waited, but I've waited to see some sort of a weakness. And it's just never materialized. Materialized, forgive me. And then, of course, he finishes the season with a victory down in Sea Island. And he must be feeling on top of the world right now. So uh, I'm keen to see how he goes at the Grand Thornton thing, although that's hit and giggle some. But yeah, I feel like Ludwig wins a major next season. He'll get four cracks. Uh, they will be his first four cracks. And I'll, I'll, uh, Mark did not imply that he was going to win his, his very first start, Patrick. But I do have a quickly researched list of the six golfers who have won in the first major they've ever played. Do we want to take a crack at these? Ben Curtis. Correct. That was one. The yeah. first major they've ever played. So winning winning a major in their first appearance, correct? Old Tom Morris. It's not okay. I mean, it's like not a bad <laughs> guess, right? So you're you're a couple of them are. Did you say their first major or the first major? <laughs> <laughs> right. So one of them is the very first Open Championship ever played. Uh, uh what was that guy's name? Uh, Braid something Braid. Braid. No. James Braid. Uh, Willie, <laughs> Willie Park Sr. Oh, God. Mm, of course. All right, so we got Ben Curtis and Willie Park. Uh, Francis, we met. That's correct. Well, great pull. Wow. Uh, there's two old Bobby, ones. Bobby Jones? No. Horace Rollins, who sure. 1895 won the very first U.S. Open at Newport Golf Club. And yeah. he started a baseball bet company or something, did he? <laughs> no, it smells <laughs> a little different. Fred <laughs> Rollins. He's Jimmy's grandfather. <laughs> Fred Hurd, uh, who Heard is... What? He only played four majors total, the U.S. Open all four times, but he won his first in 1898. So we've got three that are pre-1900. Francis, we met 1913. We did get Ben Curtis, and the most recent is the one that we're missing. The most recent? Most recent. Alan Morikawa? No. What, what about a mm. winner date with Tad Hamilton? Todd it Hamilton. Was, uh, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Give you a year. Y.E. Yang? Nope. What was the year? This, this very well researched, just random post I found on the internet? It's not Spieth. Nope. Uh, he got. He was close. He is no. still. He is still year. Rick still relevant. Uh, and it, it, the year is 2011. Charles. Oh. Nope. Uh, da not Darren Clark. Who? 2011. That's right. Oh, Jason uh, Keegan. Keegan. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. Keegan beating Jason Duffer yeah. in a playoff. 
Um, all right. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to continue this conversation. We're going to get spicier and spicier as we go. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. It's a really fine line creating workout clothes that are great in the gym and workout clothes that are also great to look at outside the gym. And Viore has threaded that needle. They are designed to work out in, but they don't look like it. They don't feel like it. And it's incredibly comfortable stuff, whether you are running, training, swimming, doing yoga, running errands, lounging around the house. It really doesn't matter. These are versatile clothes. You'll find me often in the men's Sunday performance jogger because I I like the jogger situation that goes on down at the bottom, but they're very comfortable. Uh, They've got a little bit of a shorter inseam, so they're not as bulky as as other pants or other joggers that I have seen out there. And I've really enjoyed how they work both in and out of the gym. So now here's what you can do for four our listeners. Uh, First time purchasers are getting 20% off. All you have to do is go to viori.com slash first. That's V-U-O-R-I.com slash first. Again, not only will you receive 20% off your first order, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75. And here's my favorite part, free returns. Yeah, go check it out. Viori.com slash first and discover the versatility of Viori clothing. Did you know that more than 75% of Americans will experience foot pain in their lifetime, but only 10% will seek out a solution for that pain? Those numbers do not add up to me, and I know it can be confusing, the biomechanics of the foot, the bones, the muscles, everything in between, but solving foot pain is simple, and that's where Superfeet comes into play. These Superfeet insoles go into your shoes, give your feet comfort and support where they need it the most, and redistribute the forces that reduce both stress and strain through your entire body, not just your feet. Insoles have been uh, phenomenal for me uh, personally, and they are are clinically proven to decrease fatigue, reduce injury, and improve comfort. I can attest to that myself, especially when walking a a lot of golf holes that I play. So if you feel good, you play good, you look good, everything works out from there, and it starts from the bottom up. Visit superfeet.com and enter promo code FIRST at checkout for 15% off your first order, plus free shipping. And we're back. Let's ratchet up the spice let's get a medium level of spice patrick uh we were aligned on our our first one would you like to bounce back into the ring and see what else you got do we think we should go team route or major championship route i'm gonna major. go team route you not going major are you okay. talking cliques and four aces or what no 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 you know i'm a i'm a ripper boy uh <laughs> did you see that guy got a ripper tattoo Really? What? A, what, a, what a just Where? weird like on his body, uh, on his fore, like on his forearm here. Wow! Ripper tattoo. The Ripper Ripper Twitter sent it out. Dedication. They've got hardcore fans. Everybody knows the Rippers. That's awesome. Was it Bert Kreischer? <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite punching bag, Bert? <laughs> he was. Did you guys talk about how bad he was? It was a tough scene. I, I like the most Patrick, common question on the grounds was who is that guy? I'm I mean, pretty sure he's Patrick and uh, Patrick's number one enemy now. Cause he kind of came on and <laughs> ripped him on the pot afterwards. You did it, Patrick. Did. I, I wasn't very kind to his abilities uh, on the show, but what, what are we, 
what are we doing here? Like all these, all these people, I mean, whatever, like get a ripper tattoo, have at it, enjoy it. All these people who are the like fans of a, can you imagine having like, I know it's different, but ha- like being a fan of like the PGA tour, like getting a PGA tour tattoo. I think it's crazy that Siwoo even wears PGA tour apparel. Yeah. I wrote about that in, in, uh, in S3. It's weird. I wouldn't wear it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I'm, uh, anyway, I'm going to have to do that. If, if the Rippers take it this year, didn't mean to do really um, there, Patrick, go ahead. My, uh, it's still pretty mild. I'm pretty mild on all mine, to be honest with you, but I think we will get four first time major champions this year. Wow. Ludwig's one. Men was the other. Victor's the third. Victor. Then you got, uh, Tweedledee and Tweedledum with Xander and Patrick Cantlay throwing Max Homa, Tony Finau, maybe Will Zalatoris returns to form. Cameron Young's a major beast. Are you counting, uh, you counting Rory as his first? We throw Rory McRoy in there as well. <laughs> and I think there's a, a chance we get a surprise one. I think we got a two this year with Wyndham Clark and Brian Harmon. Uh, so I, I think the path to four first-time major championship winners is there. Did you mention Hovland? Yeah, we did. Yeah. The last time we had four first-time major winners. I think it was, I think it was recent. Uh, I'm going back through the years, so I'm just going through the eye test here. Uh, I believe it was 2011, I think. 20, 2012. No, 11, 11 was Rory's. Uh, oh, Rory. Oh, first. Okay. Rory's first. Sorry, I was misreading the way that they do this. So now I'm going to have to look again. But yeah, so 2011, definitely. That was Darren Clark, Rory's first, Keegan, and Charles. Uh, but now I was misreading this, so I got to see if anybody did it more recently. Maybe 2016 uh, was yeah. DJ Stenson. Yep. Uh, tw- uh, Jimmy Walker. And yep. Danny. And Danny and Dubs. And Danny Willett. Um, not 2020 because that was Bryson's first, Collins' first, DJ second. And then no, no, no. Yeah. So 20. Uh, 16 would have been the most recent. So 16 and 11 were the last two times that happened. It's funny you mentioned 2020. The most memorable thing about that was the November Masters. Remember that? That's something we might never see again. Yeah, seriously. Mm. Yeah. So that was DJ's uh, second. Colin got his first. Bryson got his first. That's pretty good. And there is plenty of young, really good talent. And not even young guys that are playing great golf that have not gotten across the finish line yet. And they've been close too. So... uh... You would think they put it together here soon. 2009 was <laughs> Sink, Glover, uh, Y.E. Y- but but then uh, Angel Cabrera's second. <clears throat> that that really was the year of what could have been. That's a weird. That's a weird major year. Like Phil at Bethpage. When was uh, when was uh, Y Y E over Tiger? When was Trevor? 08 or 08? ZJ was 07. The other major champions in 08? Tiger. Were there any? Uh, Uh, Toddy won a couple. Yeah. Podrick won two and Tiger and Trevor. That's true because they used to have that grand slam of golf over in Bermuda. It was just Patty and and Trevor. uh, Well, well, Furyk played. He was an invitation. And then I can't remember the fourth, but they filled the field with uh, a couple other folks. 
was just, fun out, out just there. plebes. Mm, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Who's up? KP? Sure. I'll go. So I've got, we kind of, it seems like we all kind of circled the same people in making these predictions, but um, I'm going to say Ludwig and JT end well at some point in 2024 are inside the OWGR top five. So inside the top five in the world. Wow. Ludwig and JT. Okay. So not at, not at, not at the same time, but like just they're, they both. You're back on the JT train. I've never left. Never left. (laughs) I, I, I'll lump in my J. So I, I, Tease this on Tuesday. I think JT wins a major. I think he wins the Masters. So I'm, yeah. I'm buying JT's back. Rick, yeah. I, I bet that 35 to one already. Yeah, wow, it's pretty. Yeah, <laughs> I don't love the, I don't love JT winning the Masters, but I do love him getting inside the top five. I'm I'm just I'm just not there. I mean, look, the game's coming around, but this is just something I miss. Uh, it's uh, it's not. I'm not there with it right now. Do you know what he's ranked in the world right now, KP? Uh, I'm gonna say. Do you need keys? Do you have any predictions for 2024? He's, he's in the 20s. Uh, he was down to 34, wasn't he? I think he's like 33. Yeah. I think like 25, 26. Will Zalatoris is 33. What is uh, what is Ludwig's like 22 or something, right? Ludwig is 32. Uh, yeah. 32. Okay. I had them. Started, I had them. Started backwards. the year. Started the year at 3,064, which is probably the bot. That's probably zero points. Uh, to 32nd. Yeah, we're ranked 3065th. Yeah, I think I have as many. Yeah, I think I am too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think at some point, both of those guys, uh, it, independent of each other, get inside the top five in the world. Ludwig could get there very quickly the because of the denominator, right? Mm-hmm, yes. Yep. Right? So, so he is actually at He a, doesn't lose any. He loses nothing. Right. Mm. Right. Like if you look at the at the at the data golf rankings, he's like tenth or something. I mean it's stupid. Yeah. So he could he could really fly up the board very, very quickly. Uh and then I I buy the JT stuff too. So I'm cool with that. Mark? Mm -hmm. You got one for us? Well, I've shared three. I said international team wins president's cut, Olympic wins a major, and Tiger makes the cut in all four majors. Those are pretty good. Um this one's sort of spicy. I'm going to save my uh, my Rory one for later. Oh, I've got a It's the Olympics here. next year, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Paris. Oh, I forgot. I'm saying a Frenchman medals at Le Golf National in front of his home fans. <sighs> Who, okay. I will try to find the uh, current. Who it's going to be. Uh, and then uh, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to hedge my bets saying if a Frenchman doesn't, there's definitely a French woman. Who's going to medal? We're getting yeah. We're getting D. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Is but it uh, Greg, Gregory Havre? No, he's past his sell by, bro. <laughs> uh, the, it, no, there's Victor some, just retired. There's, there's some, yeah, yeah. Perez, uh, Antoine Rosner, Rosner. Yeah, didn't he? Vic- didn't he take down the thick boy at match play? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 high on Victor Perez at home, and and I had to do this because it's my tip of the cap to Victor Dubois. He's a boy's a legend who's hung it up now at age 33. I mean, that's how enigmatic he was. But uh, you know, just the French fans, the golf course is is kind of European, so I feel like a Frenchman comes through there. Okay, 
I just saw this the other day and I'm trying to remember who tweeted it out. Okay, here we go. Um, Nosferatu. <clears throat> so this is the projected Olympic golf qualification standings for uh, as of December 4th. That was two days ago. Oh, I dated it. We were recording this. That was three days ago. Uh, the current French representatives, Matthew Pavon, Pavon. Yeah. and Victor Press. <laughs> they got some work to do. I was, I was digging in there with my croissants and things like that. That's a pretty. That's a pretty good one. That would Patrick, be. We need to start lobbying to go over there, dude. I will lobby to go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I was in Paris, though, I did get pickpocketed. So last time, are you hanging around in the shady side of parts of town there, big guy? I'm sure, huh? No, it was uh, you know how they took the locks off that love bridge because it was like weighing it down, all right, and yeah. it was it was going to go into the river. So you know, I just took a stroll there. These like three or four kids, probably like 10 to 12 years old, come running to me with a petition to sign. They're just yelling French in my face. I'm like, Oh my God. Yes, guys, I'll, I'll sign whatever you're, whatever you need me to. I look down, sunglasses gone, check my pocket while it's gone, chase after them, get everything back though, which is good. You got, they got me. You got pickpocketed by a 12 year old. Oh yeah. hundred percent. You chase them down. Oh yeah. Had you to. Pull him to the ground. You take him I, down. We chased, I was with like a, like, well, you got uh, my sunglasses. I, I, I can't. I can't really uh, oh. say it on air what was said to the twelve-year-olds. Uh, but yeah, I was with a couple of my buddies. We took their bag, looked in it. There's all my stuff, and then we took the bag and threw it in the river. First cut after dark. It was <laughs> Rick, different Rick, times. I think that hanging. I think that like spending time in a foreign city with Patrick would be kind of like hanging with Joe Musso. <laughs> <laughs> Like there, it's different styles, but you kind of get the same. You get the same result. It's intoxicating. It's less yeah. fashion, right? Rick and I just, Rick and I just kind of hang in the background, trade, do our data boy stuff, and just watch these two just work, just work the, work the system, work the crowd, yeah. kissing babies. Yeah, they they set the table. They go to bat for us. They they do whatever whatever they need. Yeah, grease, we, yeah, they're the guys who grease the palms of the yeah, 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 yeah. I know a few people that know a few people around these parts. Exactly, exactly. They get, I have a, they I get have a guy for open. everything. They get the door to open. We just walk through it. That's the Joe for sure has a guy in Paris. Hundred percent. He's like, got a pants guy, plaid guy. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> I need to go shopping with Joe Musso. We got to get actually. Our plan is Joe doesn't know this yet. No, uh, unless he's listening right now. Our plan is to get Joe on the pod at some point in December. Oh, in December, and just let him, just let him, just let him cook like men would. Just <laughs> give him some propane. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> that's the plan. He is the absolute best. Give him some helium too, like you. That'd make it even better. I, I think I he's. I don't know what he, to tell you. He's like um, we reference him so much, but he's like never on. It's it's like in Seinfeld when Kramer's always talking about his friend Bob Sacamano, who you never see in nine seasons of the show, but Kramer's always referencing him. It's like that's that's our that's our Joe Musso. That's a, yeah. good, that's a good reference for people. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's open it up. Anybody got to go when they want to fire out? Uh, uh, I'll, I'll go. Okay. Scotty Scheffler yeah. wins five times next year. I don't think that's bold at all. <laughs> Is that bad? 
Yeah, but how many how many guys have won five times in the last ten years, Rick? JT has. JT in twenty seventeen. Yeah. Uh, Spieth in twenty fifteen. Has anybody else done it? DJ had a big year the one year, didn't he? Maybe blur. DJ in twenty sixteen. It just doesn't. It five is five's a lot. It's a lot. Wait, JT and Spieth did in the same year, right? Or day and no, day Jay, and speed Jason the same day. Year? Jason day. Yeah. Fifteen. Fifteen was yeah. There was two and fifteen. Okay. Yeah. And then and then until you get back to VJ and Tiger, I don't think I think that's it. I don't think anybody's done it since twenty seventeen. Rom had four this year. It's hard. It's hard to do. Antley um, had four that one year, but it was the ah, that was a fake uh, four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, so I think I think Scotty Scheffler, I mean, the numbers, I, I don't know how to I, I feel like it was very difficult to convey to just the regular golf fan like my dad how how good Scheffler was in 2023. Like he was he was Rick, he was a stroke better than the second best Tita Green guy who was Cantley. A right. stroke. Which 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 from Cantley, I'm I'm making this up, but from Cantley down, there's probably like that same gap, there's probably 80 guys between yes. Like that's how big of a difference it is. Yes. And, and, and so I just, I don't know. I know Patrick wrote in his newsletter, Scotty figured out how to putt. I don't know if that's actually true. He's trying out different putters. He's, I mean, he won the hero. I don't know what that means, if it means anything, but you can't, you can't play at that level. And it's it's very it's almost difficult to play at that level and not win for an extended period of time. So I'm I'm sort of betting on now the the real question is can you can you continue to play at that level? Can you continue to hit the ball like that? I think the answer is no over like a really long period of time, but for 2024 I think he can and if you if you just like it's almost like a pr- progression to the mean. I know that's not a real thing, but it's almost like a progression to the mean, and and he would win four or five times in twenty twenty four. What's the line on that, Rick? Because because like I said, I, I'm hearing Kyle, and I don't even think that's bold because I do believe like he might not have made the putts at the hero that he should have. But the pattern of the stroke and the rhythm and the flow of it is all infinitely better than where he was when he was contending week in and week out yeah, earlier this year. So, golly, um, the, the thing about his golf swing, it's like it just comes so easy. And he's got this easy power. And he just is so like guy next door about the whole thing, too. He just shows up and he just loves to play golf. And um, so, so I think five is highly doable. Goodness gracious. He might have a couple before the Masters rolls around. It yeah. would be a pretty um, – I'm trying to see if anybody's hanging like a, a wins line out there. Uh, it wouldn't be cl- – it would probably be like one and a half for Scotty or something like that. But it would be a pretty big – the problem that he's going to run into is, you know, the events that he's going to play are all the most difficult events. Um, same as yeah. last year, yeah. Same as last year, of course. It, it, it is. He has to play. I was just looking through his stat profile, and it's just routinely gaining twelve strokes to the field. I mean, he gained sixteen at the PGA Championship and didn't win. That's almost impossible to do. So it's just like there's a lot of stuff that didn't go his way. But the uh, you and you mentioned it, Kyle. It's it's actually a bigger question of can he continue to play at that level? Yeah. Look at look at the Memorial numbers. Look what he did at Memorial. 
Yeah, I know. He uh he gained 16 and a half strokes ball striking. He lost eight and a half putting and he finished uh third. <laughs> That's him. What is that? He gained 16 and a half ball striking and mm-hmm. law and like didn't win. So, mm-hmm. so think about that because you guys are both saying, well, if the golf swing does fall off a little bit. So what's his average strokes gain T to green? It's, it's double digits, right? So if it falls off in high falls in half, then he's gaining still gaining four or five strokes from T to green and he puts better. It's still adding up to the total kind of required to win events, isn't it? Yeah, no, you're you're right. That's right, Mark. He's I think he averaged uh 12 strokes gain T to green per tournament or somewhere somewhere around there, 10 to 12. Uh in 2023. <clears throat> and then obviously the putting was bad. So you're right. Even if he even if it falls off, you can make up for it with yeah. with short game he's a great his short game's great and i and i refuse to believe that he's a bad putter i just think he had a bad putting year no that there, there were issues with that stroke and it started to become doubtful you you could see over the ball just the rhythm in the pre-stroke routine wasn't there there was a lot of indecision balls weren't starting on line i mean that's what i saw the most when i when i was calling him but he looked way more comfortable um at the hero he certainly did in my opinion and and that sort of you know, puts the mind to bed and then he can just go about doing his thing because he knows now he knows his striking is going to get him in the mix. And all he has to do is rattle in a few putts Sunday afternoon. And the next thing he's racking up those wins again. I think it's a good mental reset to just to have the year over with go into a new year. I think it, I think it wore at, I think it got to him mentally. I really do. Um, by the end of the year. So I don't know. I'm, I'm in on him winning five times next, five times next year. Mm. Okay. Um I've got a I've got a Rory McIlroy one. I don't know if we're at the depressing part of the show <laughs> yet, but I've got a Rory McIlroy one. Patrick, did you want to fire it? Do you look like you had you wanted to go a different direction? Yeah, let me get one more non-Rory out right. there. Okay. I think uh Tiger Woods would not be named the 2025 US Ryder Cup captain. I think after they lose in uh in Montreal, which they will, I think the general just will be, we got to blow this thing up and bring in a lot of new blood. Davis love the third pretty much hinted at it right after Rome saying they need to bring new guys. in. I've been on the Hunter Mahan bandwagon saying he should get some sort of assistant captain uh, ship moving forward. Why do you say, why, why Hunter Mahan? I, I like the way that he's still, you know, like in the game week to week, uh, still really like not involved so much, but his head's still in it. And I like the way he thinks about it. I've heard him on no laying up and other podcasts kind of discuss the Ryder cup. And I, I think his uh, thought process is kind of what the, the team needs just, you know, get, get some new blood in there. I know they had Webb Simpson at a uh, quail hollow as a vice captain. And I think this current crew of couples love Furick, Stricker ZJ, it was a fun run, but I think it's time to go in a new direction. Did you see the article, uh, the McGinley interview that I tweeted out, Patrick? I did not. You got Paul McGinley talking about how they're on. Yeah, the, Europe already named a captain. He's like, we've got all these. We've got this plan that we've set up. Europe's already like laid out a plan for for Beth Page, and the U.S. is like, well, I don't know. Like, what are they doing? <laughs> yeah, like maybe we'll name somebody at some point, you know. And 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 McGinley's talking about how like 
they do the hero cup in January. And he's like, it's really important because you get guys like Bob McIntyre familiar with the, with the team Taylor. So like when the, when the, he, he, he literally said this, he's like, when the, when the Ryder cup comes around, you don't have to wonder like, Oh, who's going to, who's going to hem my trousers. He's like, because you know, stuff like that sounds stupid. It's a tiny thing, but all of that starts to add up the week of when you're, when you're trying to prepare for the Ryder cup. And it's like, these guys are, are like so far ahead of where the U S is in terms of thinking about, uh, you know, how to, how to win and retain the Ryder cup. And it doesn't mean they're going to win, but it just, it, it kind of blows your mind to think about how far in advance they're thinking about this stuff. Well, I guess your point's well-founded. I, I guess it becomes a function of what's important to you. And right now on the PGA Tour, it seems to me that the only thing that's important is panning your, padding your bank account as much as you can from the top to the very bottom of the whole organization there in terms of players. Where the Ryder Cup is, they're like, yeah, we'd like some of that money. Hell, we just want to win the Ryder Cup. And so they, I can see why it's going that way. And it's always been who they are and, and they will continue to do so. So I feel like it's it's part of what's inside. You know, you 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 love what you're the most into. That, that kind of turned into me in a drive-by shooting situation there. But going back to Tiger, uh, kind of what Mark said, I, I think there's just too much for him to focus on in regards to the PGA Tour right now for him to also take on the Ryder cup captaincy. Cause I mean, like Kyle said, it, it's a, it's a long process. You know, you start early, it's two years away. You got to get your guys right. You know, figure out who's going to be in the team room. So I don't think tiger will be uh, the captain at Beth page, despite what many want. If they offered the captaincy to you, Patrick, would you accept it? I would. <laughs> would Brave. you? I mean, it's a lot I of, it's a lot of yeah. pressure. We would rip would. you. Pressure. Yeah. Good. You know, first order of business, I'm splitting up JT and Spieth. I know the data does not back those two boys up. Uh-uh. Not happening in the McDonald household. And you would uh, show up on the First Cut podcast weekly to tell us the updates all the time, right? Of course, yes. Right. I would give you guys the exclusive. Would you? Could we have tryouts for assistant cat? Like, could I drive a cart? <laughs> oh, yeah. Of course. And, uh, yeah, it'd be Rick like... Could, Rick could you be your you data know, boy. You, you know how they uh, locked out the Netflix? I'm bringing everyone in. <laughs> Everyone's into the locker room this time around. I'll hem your trousers or something. If we're going to do data, I'll do that. I'll, I'll be the trouser hemmer. <laughs> All right. Just give All me right. the uh, the crotch cam in the cart, and I'm yes. good to go. <laughs> That'll be good for another round of KP memes. Okay, we will continue this conversation and get to our spiciest of takes. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
go to your happy price, Priceline. And we're back. I'll just get to it. The 2024 take that goes to the, the darkest timeline that is at least not insane. Rory McIlroy signs with a live team. Ooh. Right? I mean, think about what has happened. I didn't, I did not see this. I did not see that take coming. Hey, Rick, would, would you go away? Your evil twin is taking over. I know. I know. I hate, I mean, listen, okay. This time next year, so December 2024, think about how much has changed in golf in the last 12 months and think about what could change in the next 12 months. And this doesn't even have to be super crazy. If there is this agreement that comes to pass that says in 2025, there's going to be the team aspect, which is live, and there is going to be the individual stroke play aspect, which is on the PGA tour. And they are going to be under the same umbrella and they are going to continue to coexist. What would then stop Rory McElroy from being on a team? Um, it would all be under the PGA tour in theory or some umbrella. He would be the cornerstone of a franchise and probably make an outrageous amount of money. Why would it at, at that point it would just be spite in which he would not join a live team? Well, in in your scenario, wouldn't everybody be on a live like all the good players be on a live team? In my scenario, yes. I like in my scenario where these things coexist, there's 48 or 64 golfers who are kind of on both, right? The best the best guys can play the stroke play events, but they're obligated to play some amount of team events. And then the guys that are not on teams are just on the PGA tour individual side of things in my, in my scenario. Yes. All the best guys are on live teams, which means Roy McElroy is on a live team. Champions league, right? Patrick champions league. I don't know. You know, look, he made how many hundreds of, he made a couple hundred million dollars when he signed for Nike a little ways back. And the rumors are tigers in negotiations. And if he goes away from Nike, Rory becomes the man. So I, I don't know if money is attractive to McElroy. I, I, I like what you, you know, I see your boldness, but, but I'm, I'm not there with that one. He did say, well, that's, that's, that, that's sort of Rick's point. I think, right. It's like, correct. And, and I think I, well, this is, I was going to save this, but I'll just get it out there. Now. One of, one of my predictions or takes is that at this at some point in 2024, either the PGA Tour or Liv will be sort of earmarked to go away. And what I mean by that is that the the like it, as as everything merges together and coalesces, I don't think it's a good business decision or a marketing decision to keep the branding of both entities, right? Because you're just you're constantly you're constantly uh, fighting this, what we talked about earlier this week of like, people don't know that they don't know, they don't, they don't understand like the merger. They don't understand like what's going on. They think of live in the PGA tour as like fighting and w warring against each other. So I think one of those, and I honestly, at this point with all the ROM stuff and everything that's going on, don't know which one it is. I think one of them just eventually gets earmarked to be, to be gone and, and, and the other name they just keep and, and kind of move into the team and individual stuff. 
Right. Or the new entity is, you know, the Nuco World Golf League or whatever, right? Sure. And, now, yeah. and now both are under underneath of this, but you're right. The branding's an issue. But yes, my, my point, and Patrick, you were you were getting there too, is that it would why, like it would be that Rory has no choice or there's no incentive not to, or the, this is the new structure of world golf. That is why he is now the captain of team whatever. The lads. The lads. Team lads. Well, he's got a, isn't he the, wasn't he the team of Bustin Cummin or what were they called? No, that's the yeah. screen golf. That, which that's a whole nother thing. Whole nother thing. Yeah. I, I mean, he, he has a little bit of a loophole here, Rick, right? Where he can say, well, it's not live as we knew it, right? Right. It's it's under this tours umbre- the PGA Tours umbrella. And, and I, I do wonder, you know, we keep talking about, or people keep talking about equity with these players. Is the equity in NUCO just equity in teams? You know, like, like, is that the the promise of like making these guys whole? Like, okay, well, you just get equity of the lads, or what, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they, they're. I think the original framework talked about, yeah, putting all the assets into that into Nuco, but yeah, I don't know. And I, maybe that's what Jay and Yasser are talking about right now. But that I, I think you're right. There is. I mean, there is a loophole. There's a loophole for everybody. There's a loophole for everybody to tie this off. And not have the worst case scenario, which is death and destruction of one of these tours. <laughs> which I don't know if every I don't know if everybody on the PGA tour is understanding that right now. Like the Chris Strouds of the world, right? It's like, do you do you understand what what's happening? Yeah, because if you go to battle, um, the side that doesn't win is is not. It, the side that doesn't win is the side that has golfer 100 to 200. Yep. Which is a, not a great business model. Right. I, <laughs> we've said this a lot of times, Rick, the deeper we get into this, in, in, into all this, the less I understand and am sure of anything. Right. Like I, I, I feel like I have less of an idea what's going to happen now than I did two years ago. <laughs> yeah, I see, I see, I see shadows, right? I hear footsteps everywhere, right? Yeah. Every time I think I'm going across the middle and I can't miss, I hear footsteps <laughs> and uh, they're, they're coming for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. So, Can I end us on a, on a positive now? Unless, please, unless Mark. Well, I went to uh, Patrick, you've been suspiciously quiet, so I'm going to make a quickie and I'll let you then go from here. I'm saying Rory McIlroy will win a major. It won't be the Masters and will probably be the PGA Championship. Hmm. Break the eight-year drought. Yep, it's happening. Who's the the last one? (laughs) And then then immediately signs with Liv. (laughs) No, no, no. no. Rory wins a major next year, 24. Book it. Who's the last player to... Defend at a venue, non-masters. I'm sure the answer is Tiger. Def- but I can't think of one. At a, well, Tiger did it at St. Andrews. I was going to say St. Andrews. Oh, right? five. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, well, back-to-back, back-to-back 
Masters. Anybody who's won the Masters back to back has successfully. Like, he said beside the Masters. Besides oh. the Masters. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know. It's a good question. Louis almost did at St. Andrews too. It's a really good question. Where um, did Rory finish uh, at Kiowa this time around? Uh, it wasn't close. T Forgettable. T20. Wasn't yeah, it? It wasn't close. Yeah. Okay. Rory got sort of close at Liverpool at Hoylake. Yeah. He was like T6. Something like that. Hmm. That's a pretty good, that's a good question. Patrick, anything else before Kyle takes us out on a positive note? No, I only had uh, I only had three. I did the bare minimum of the homework. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle's gonna be like, I figured normal sport career would be the best homework of 2024. <laughs> I hope so. So million millions, it's gonna be huge. Uh, I'm a one up mark, and I'm gonna say Rory and Spieth win majors in 2024. Go boy. <laughs> At this point, you might as well just tell us which ones. <laughs> Who's winning the U.S. Well, Open? Well, that's blowing <laughs> Patrick's first timers thing out of the water. If that happens, obviously. Yeah, I yeah. think. Yeah, we're we have a lot of we have, we have we all have a lot of predictions that can't uh, that are that are mutually exclusive. Um, Rory, PGA, and Spieth, the Open. Sure. Open. Sure. I'm buying. Okay. That would that would make me feel like all is right in the world. Wouldn't that be <laughs> no more shadows, right? Yeah, I just I'm so scared of everything. Maybe uh, you get maybe <laughs> uh, maybe you get Hovland at Pinehurst, uh, like Mark Timer did in 2014, and then maybe you get uh, Scheffler winning his second Masters in three years. Yeah, I'm going there, and I will then build on that too with Scheffler winning the second. Because Ram's defending at Augusta National, I think after Ram goes to live, if. I don't think he wins a major next year. I don't. Are we positive Ram's going? This is going to come out, and it, it will have already. Someone's going to clip it with your voice. <laughs> Are we positive <laughs> Ram's going? <laughs> I, I'm not positive, but but there's there's you, you know what I've always believed. You know where there's smoke, there's fire, and I know that Twitter has been just a wash with golf ball debates and people crying about the golf ball and hell yeah about this it's terrible but but no there's, there's just a whole lot of smoke there and i don't know i, I, I agree okay, I, you, I i i agree too but kp is it okay so would it be rom is going if this scenario plays out right now yasser shows jay a signed live contract from john rom jay says okay well what percentage did you want deal and now they come out at the end of the week and say listen we've got the deal in place we've got teams we've got individuals by the way exciting news john rom is going to be starting up a brand new team like is that is that's john rom going to live well <laughs> yeah i mean i, I that, that that's my thing is like I'm with Mark. There's a ton of smoke. His silence is louder than anything anybody has actually said. But the timing of it for me has been, I was talking to somebody about this last week. The timing of it is weird. Like it doesn't, it doesn't add up. And, and it feels like a negotiation tactic from live side and smartly. So like that's the best negotiation tactic, right? hundred yeah. percent. Is John Rom savvy enough? 
and the savior of golf enough to say, here's a contract. This deal is contingent upon you getting a deal done with the PGA tour under these conditions. X, Y, Z. We talked about him wanting format changes. Why not? Why John Rom doesn't John Rom is the, the chess piece right now, right? We've all agreed on that. John Rom is the chess piece. John Rom should know he's the chess piece. His people should know he's the chess piece. And John Rom's going to get his hundreds of millions of dollars from somebody. It doesn't matter where. He can end this whole thing right now. I think you're giving him too much credit. I think you'd be. I think you're giving anybody in that position too much credit. Like I that, agree. That's, a, that's a pretty wild. Um, I don't think he's trying to play the Saudis against the PGA Tour for everybody's great benefit. I agree. That's probably too much credit. You mean I, I think, you, you mean being Phil? <laughs> yeah. The uh, the the most interesting part about Corrigan's report, and I don't think he's been wrong in regards to live golf at all. Maybe, I don't know, but, uh, was that had, Rom? Was the... one thing that was, that was, and he came out and owned it, but okay, you're right. He's, he's been good. Uh, was that the negotiations are with Piff. Like he is negotiating with the Saudi government right now. Yeah. John Ramos, which, which is, is not which is how similar. other players went about it. Eesh. They negotiated with live. Yeah. And so it, it is, uh, clearly something to do with the ongoing merger talks. It's a, uh, yeah, it's a great point. And I, I just, that, that's the only thing that gives me pause about like, seems like he's going to live all the talk is he's going to live. His silence says he's going to live, but this, the timing of it gives me pause about like, okay, maybe, but also maybe this is what bring, this is what like closes the deal for everyone. And then, and then it could be to Rick's point, it could be a situation where it's like, well, yeah, everybody's going to live. Right. And yeah, he's getting it. But also like uh, Hovland has a team and Cantlay has a team and, and whatever, like that might just be what is, he might be the, like the, the first one storming the gates. Yeah. I mean, I can't wait for <laughs> we're gonna get a clip of Jay Monahan coming out and announcing a very exciting new team aspect <laughs> to the PGA tour and a great new franchise led by John Rob. I that's gonna happen. <laughs> yes, I know. I know. We are super excited. <laughs> yeah. Because that is the only way this thing ends is with that clip Lit- happening. Live storied history was something we couldn't pass up. <laughs> Everybody knows the four aces. Yeah. So, I got a text from a friend today that is like, he covers, or we used to cover college football together. And he was like, your sport is, is weirder and more messed up than college football ever was. <laughs> I was like, yes, I know. Yeah. Cause at least college football, they acted like they played by their rules. There are no rules here. There's just no rules. Oh. All right, boys. It's been a pleasure. It has. Um, anything else? Final thoughts. Before we get out of here, okay, we are prepping some great content for the next couple of weeks. You will be back in your feeds and in your YouTube subscription. So make sure to hit the subscribe button, golf on CBS YouTube, uh, follow us wherever you get your, your pods. But for now, I'll thank 
uh, producer Josh, who does all the hard work behind the scenes. Patrick McDonald available at amateur status. Mark Immelman at Mark underscore Immelman. Kyle Porter, a good sport with his voice being high on this episode at Kyle Porter CBS. And you can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut. We'll catch you next time. 